Welcome to part two of the Tony D uh, Reasonable Doubt Notorious POD special. Uh, as promised, we're going to get into uh, Tony's uh, top five MCs. We're also going to get into uh, the Jay-Z and Nas beef, loads of other hip-hop chat. Um, hope you're enjoying this two-part special. It was an absolute pleasure to have Tony on. And uh, without further ado, let's get back into it. Okay, so we are uh, restocked with drinks. We've relieved ourselves. And we're now yeah. ready to get into Tony D's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the mindset is now back on MCs, not back on the toilet break. There you go. Um, okay, so we're just about to find out your top five personal favourite MCs. So let's yeah. hear it. Uh, do you know what? We'll start just straight off the bat, because we've been doing reasonable that was Jay. 100%. Man. Um, and the reason I'm, I'm picking these particular rappers is because these are the guys who I've learned the most from. Yeah. Like, as an MC, as just straight up, Rapping, these are the guys uh, I've taken the most away from. Yeah. So Jay, uh, <clears throat> yeah, as a as a artist, as a rapper, just as an MC, you yeah. think he rats, but he doesn't. He, he, he's just built in his head. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, Jay Z's process is like I think it's weird and amazing at the same time. Super weird. It's like it's like a form of genius. But basically, when he was a little kid. He got really paranoid about people stealing his rhymes. So he used to write them really, really small on paper. And then he was like, well, this is not a very safe method. I need to make yeah. something more secure. So he just used to write the songs in his head and memorize them. Yeah. So when he goes in the studio, he doesn't like have any pads or paper. No, he just, just starts. Start, yeah. I can't get my head around that. It's like if you watch this certain uh, like dancehall DJs that will build, there's a good footage of Vibes Cartel doing it, where he's building a song a line at a time. Um, so they just play the rhythm and he'll freestyle a couple of lines and okay no take the last one off and I'll go again and he just builds a tune like that right, okay. I know Jay <clears throat> there's times when he goes in and he's already got the thing constructed yeah. in his head and he just wraps it but there's times I imagine he's just building it as he goes along which is amazing <clears throat> it's incredible yeah but yeah he's he's really like his inner rhyme schemes he understands the, 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 the rhyming aspect really well he knows like the internal rhymes um he knows how to use his voice to good effect. Uh, like I said, he's really witty. And his honesty, I think like there's a a way of opening up on songs. If you hear like Jay-Z talk about that on Song Cry, it's a really selfish song. Mm. But and it, it, but it's, you can hear it. It's him saying, yeah, I've I got to make the song cry. There's no yeah. tears coming down my eyes. I make the song cry. And when I heard that, it kind of made me understand how I would go about crafting that type of song because yeah. I'm really selfish. Like, I'm a proper selfish <laughs> guy. Like, yeah. I just... Yeah, it's just one of those sort of character traits. I'm mad selfish, so I fully relate. Everything he said, unlike uh, the song Cry, You Must Love Me, yeah. all of these songs are about how he's done other people wrong. Mm. But they're about how he feels bad because he's done you. It's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. It's not really about the wrong that he's done you. It's about how bad he feels about having done you wrong. Yeah. And I fully, like my ego's massive. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, just the narcissism involved in how he, how he expresses certain things. And then he's got some incredible storytelling songs like Friend or Foe, yeah. um, Meet the Parents. Yeah. Which, is just the approach from it, how he raps. Yeah. Meet the parents. It's like it's like line by line. It's like a story, but it, it it's not a normal story. It's not yeah. wrapped in a normal way. Um, yeah, he's just so good at that type of stuff. He can make emotional songs. He can make songs that bang in a club. Uh, 
he can make songs that appeal to the hustler in you. He can yeah. like what's just, that um, track on Dynasty One Nine Hundred Hustler? Like where it's basically like a, a hotline. It's yeah. such a good, it's a clever concept. It's like a hotline. People ring in and they like ask for and a certain just, person. Yeah, he just drops game and he just yeah. breaks like it just breaks it down. The whole concept, of, and that's the thing. He's also very conceptual. Yeah. So he knows how to craft and put something yeah. all together. So just in terms of yeah, all over, Jay would go. He he like yeah, one of my favorites. He okay. would make one of those. So Jay's five. Jay's in the five. Who else? Jay's in the five. Um, Secondly, again, someone I learned a lot from, uh, Raskas. Okay. He therefore goes in my top five because he, like I said, in terms of learning, yeah. I looked at how, I don't think he's the best rapper in the world. I don't think he's the most technically gifted in terms of where words should go or where yeah. I think they sound good mm. as opposed to the pauses and whatnot. I think he can crowd a verse, he can crowd lines, but... What he says yeah. is so, if it, like he's just so incredible, man. I've been a fan since I read him in the source. Like that's how yeah, yeah. you know when you couldn't, you didn't. <laughs> there's no internet to find out these guys. You should yeah. sort of read Ram of the Month in the source and be like, damn. So it was off the uh, Street Fighter soundtrack. The Come with It is the yeah. tune with Ahmad and Zafir. What's the fella's name? It's Zafir. Yeah, pulling it from the back of yeah, like, yeah, back of your mind. <laughs> Long time since I thought about this stuff. Yeah, but he, um, he, I read that verse and I was like, holy shit, that's like, that's lyricism yeah. right there, man. Um, and then I think he featured in the back of the source, and they had a lyric about I electrocute spit like Beach Street. Um, and if you seen Beach Street, you know what the bars about. Um, and like they just had a little. M was in the same thing where they do a little hi si uh, hype of the month or yeah, whatever yeah. it was called. Um, Unsigned hype. Unsigned hype, that was it. So I'd seen that and then I'd heard, was he on Exhibit's album before his album came out? He might have been, Maybe, on, yeah. he might have been on the speed of light before I heard Soul on Ice because um, his verse on that shut shit down as well. Then I, Soul on Ice came out and I think Soul on Ice sold 5,000 copies in his first year. I think I don't don't quote me on that, but I know it was a minuscule amount. Man. Yeah, would would you put him in the same sort of categories what we were talking about earlier, which is like talented MCs that don't sell? Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Because I still listen to him now. I don't, yeah. Like his latest stuff that comes out, mm. I just bumped the, the Apollo Brown thing that he yeah, did, yeah. Uh, and then the one after that. But yeah, like um, he, <clears throat> as a guy, <clears throat> excuse me, who was trying to find my feet as a rapper. Yeah. <clears throat> Where do I want to go? How do I want to do this? Where do I want to take it? His punchlines were so intricate yeah. that they were crafted so well. Um, <clears throat> if Clinton was the answer, it was a stupid question. My soul's on ice. Like, just that alone, if yeah. Clinton was... It would, and that sound is so basic. Mm. Again, it's so basic, but it's so effective. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah. So, alongside Jay-Z goes Raskas. Okay, number three. This is where it gets all <laughs> sorts of messy. Yeah. Gets ridiculously cloudy. Um, Cause the nineteen ninety eight to nineteen ninety nine cannabis. Yeah. Would have been in there. Oh, a little tease. A little he tease. Would yeah. have been in there. Okay. Right. But he fell the fuck off. Big time. 
Oh. He's up there with the most spectacular fall-offs. Yeah, I, 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 he might have the big. I don't yeah. know. I can't think of another guy who had the world at his feet like that. Yeah, and just disappeared. Um, what? Because I remember the first time I heard cannabis was actually on a Common album. Ah, on the yeah, because ah, there's a line on that that was fucking, fucking crazy. No, because it didn't make sense. He said the MC squared. Yeah, and yeah, it exactly. It yeah. wasn't squared. It Isn't wasn't that the name of the track? MC squared. It right? might be. No, yeah, <laughs> it might and be he gets MC. it wrong. Yeah, he yeah. does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever the name of that track is, yeah, that's the first time I'd like <laughs> I'd heard him, and then I was obviously all the like Eminem and like cannabis stuff, and then wasn't there that wasn't there? I heard him on Beast from the East. It was the very first thing I heard cannabis on, and he said I push you to the, I push you to the right so far, so your heart end up on the left side of your chest or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, he, again, it's punchlines. Like I've always been a fan of punchline rhymes from finesse to Big L. Um, to like uh, Raskas M, yeah. I've always been a fan of punchlines, um, punch and words. Those, do you know what I mean? Those yeah, yeah. type of guys there. Uh, first in how the third. Yeah. Punchlines off the or like, so yeah. Cannabis had them, and he had them in the best rapping you've ever heard in your life. I speak of frequencies. Those that have trouble hearing, cannabis is the lyrical version of German engineering, like. The f- it was word perfect, word yeah. fucking perfect, um, and he would have gone in there aside from the fact that he fell so yeah. far. So after making what is arguably one of the top three diss tunes in hip hop, second round knockout mm. is an incredible rap song, yeah, an incredible piece of art. But fuck me, what happened after that? Yeah, that uh, common track is called "Making a Name for Ourselves." Is that what it is? Yeah, it's off. Um, one day it all makes sense. Saying that, even Common, when Common first come out, when he was really cool, Common Sense, yeah. he was a punchline rapper. Mate, for sure. He, like, he was just punchlines. Yeah. That, that's like 91, 92? Yeah, and that kind of get a dollar. Yeah. yeah that's real, real yeah. way, way back, but he was just punchlines. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Common, like, is, is, like, in my top, it'd be one of my favourite rappers, and it's weird because... He's kind of like, no one ever thinks about comedy. No one ever does, but he's really fucking... But fuck me, like, he's, <laughs> he's another really, level of poetry for me. Retrospect for Life, yeah. one of my all-time favourite hip-hop songs yeah. ever. Like, just people, yeah. just, yeah. It, just, it's, exactly. That's one of those things, when people say, they're looking for an example of what you can do with hip-hop. Yeah. Listen to this song. Yeah. Like, Retrospect for Life, where he just talks about, uh, is a boy child. Yeah, and it's uh, and Lauren Hill yeah, doing, um, doing the Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Yeah. yeah. And, like, for me, like, by the time I was 21, like, I'd have my first abortion at, like, 15. Like, yeah. by the time I was 21, I had a couple more. Yeah. And just hearing it, not the choice you've got to make the... Oh, there's that one lyric. There's that one lyric in there that always stuck with me, which is, like... Um, so he's, he, the first verse is about yeah about like abortion. The second is about like he's basically the the mother of his unborn yeah. child, and he's like we're thinking about spending the rest Just of our lives. lives. A lot of black women can say their mothers, mothers but, but can't say that they're wives. Fuck man, like that. And again, like the reason I think I like him so much is he he gets into a lot of social issues and you know talks about you know things from a more I don't know that he's still talking about the street shit. But he's like trying to. It's a thoughtful perspective. Yeah. He's considered a lot of stuff. Like, have you heard yeah. his song on the, the 13th? Have you seen the 13th? Yeah. The, the rap he does at the end. He's amazing. Jesus. Yeah. Mate, that, that, he did like that whole sort of era of um, fairly recently of just more like 
kind of introspective stuff, and there's that "What If Women Ruled the World." Okay. There's that I've stuff. Thirteenth, yeah, it's it's just um, he did like one of those tiny desk concerts. Okay. And that's one of the tracks. It basically does it from uh, the White House when Obama was in office. I go and have a butcher. Mate, it's um, it's really good, and he, he does like uh, used to love her and like some yeah. of the classics as well. But that's yeah. Fire. yeah, so cannabis, yeah, for that reason, cannabis would have been there. He doesn't go there. Okay. Yeah, cause he fell right off. Yeah. Um, again, Ice Cube would have gone in cause he was the guy who made me want to be a rapper. Yeah. Like, 1988, 89. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to be Ice Cube, man. He would have got in there, because he made me really want to start rapping. But I'm talking about the influence of styles and stuff. So I've got Jay, I've got Raskas, Redman. Is he making a list? Reggie Noble makes a list. Yes. Okay. What was it like, what was it about Redman that that captured your... Again, punchlines, but... The persona, the off the wall mm. persona, the the energy that he brought, like he brought that, um, he he brought that same energy, yeah. That that it's gonna pop off in here, yeah. But he brought it with, don't matter if it pops off, and with thirty guys, yeah. Like he, everything was cool, like he had punchlines, he had style, um. Doom, dam, dam, the doom, dam, ding, extremely wild like the hair on Don King. Who who says doom, dam, dam, the, that's not a yeah. setup. It's not a setup. Yeah. But he did it. Like, um, the first, because I know a lot of people think There Is A Dark Side is a better album than, uh, than What The Album. Yeah. And then they think that Muddy Waters is a better album than the two of them. Yeah. But me, I go with What The Album was incredible. Like, he made me space. He made my mind think about things in completely different ways. Yeah. Um, Superman lover, how to roll a blunt. A song called How to Roll a Blunt. <laughs> like, yeah. How hip hop is that? You know, like yeah, how yeah. how early nineties is it? I'm yeah. just gonna make a song about how, how to roll a spliff. Yeah. And then just again in England we smoke spliffs. We didn't roll blunts at that time. Yeah, yeah. We, what the fuck is a blunt? This is fully American culture that, we, that is coming over here. Um. Like, yeah, his style, his... The way he really didn't care. Yeah, did you ever see that um, MTV Cribs with Rip Man? Um, that is fucking hilarious. That's an, um, his cousin was asleep on the floor. <laughs> the doorbell didn't work. The mattress. Like, like yeah. It, it, and But that same thing, that same character, because it's... it's you grow up with people like that. Yeah. Even, like, it's so funny to me. Where, where I've been in my house for... Where I live now for about six years. And up until about six months ago, the downstairs toilet light didn't work. Yeah. Like it just, it just didn't. And it's, it, there's a, there's a, there's a thing. Mm. Like shit's gonna be broken when you come to my house. Dude. Like it's yeah. not gonna. I don't live that life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and just watching that was such a, a insight. But that, uh, how he, the music that he made, the lyrics that he did, the character that he is. Yeah. It's so much, like it's so much more than just rap. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's the persona, it's yeah. that, how you build in certain elements. And yeah, for 100%, Redman okay. goes in there just for be and the consistency again, because he's still making yeah. arms up to now. I mean, the stuff he did on the, the latest Wu-Tang album is fucking brilliant. Like, I haven't even heard the latest Wu-Tang so, album. So basically, like... Red King. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's, he's red man. 
He's sort. It's weird because it feels kind of like uh, a Red Man project with okay. Wu Tang features Damn. a little bit, but um, it's fucking brilliant. Like it's it's very very good. I've been really seeing that nineteen ninety now that he's put out. Yeah, that, the, the most recent thing. But yeah, like Red Red is just it's still fucking... it's still got it. Basically, that album that Wu Tang one is um, yeah Method Man and Red Man. Basically, so Meth and Red Elm. It's good, it's good. All right, so who who else making up this top? Uh, so we got Jay-Z, Raskas, Red Man. Red Man. And Chester P. Chester P. O-M-G. Chester P, man. Um, I've never... This, do you know what? I've been dying to tell this story. I don't know if I ever told this story before in my life. Hip-Hop Connection, right? Hip-Hop magazine from the 90s. Mate, I've got to interject here real quick, right? So... The pod that we did, the last one, um, we had a guy on who's doing a podcast called Crate 808, right? Which is a hip-hop podcast, and it's going to be released in, like, a block. One of the guys he's got on there is a writer from Hip-Hop Connection. Fucking Who? Which one? Do you know? I don't know his name, but, um, mate, I'll, I'll hook you up with the guy who's doing it, because he'd love to have you on there as well. Basically, it's like Room 101 of okay. albums you want to keep. Okay. So you come on and fight for an album for to album. stay. All right. I'll link you up. I'll link you up. But yeah, he's got um, a guy from Hip Hop Connection on, so interesting. Yeah, but in the Hip Hop Connection, they had an album came out called The English Patient. And just a bunch of, featured a bunch of UK rappers. Yeah. And they printed the lyrics in the, the magazine, in the top of the article. Like the, there was, the article was running underneath. Yeah. But it had people's verses just scattered at the top. And reading it, just reading it, I could tell that Chester P was a better rapper than everybody else's lyrics that they put on the page. Yeah. Up to this day, I've never heard the song. Oh, shit. Never just, just in read. my life have I heard the song. But reading it, the structure of it, you can tell he knows where the words go. Yeah. Like, and it's, it, it's such a, it seems like such a really irrelevant or unimportant thing yeah. but if you don't know where the words go or where the breath goes yeah. you're not going to sound right yeah. and just like and you can tell that by reading you can read the shit and work it yeah. out um, I read that and I was like damn this guy is fucking incredible um, and then the dark and cold video uh, that I was on got it because I was on it yeah. <laughs> <Of course>. <laughs> <laughs> uh and he's on there twice. Once he's just freestyling, and he's one of the best. I I saw him at Jazz Cafe a long time ago. Beat Common in a freestyle. Right. Style. So, you know, I was just telling you about this pod, right? Yeah. That is crazy. Wait. Well, he was talking about this guy from Hip Hop Connection, and then he was saying, "There's this urban legend about he Common did. and Chester P." Can you tell the story like with a little he bit? Of did listen at Jazz. I'm sure it was a common show. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing was, I couldn't get in. I was I, I couldn't get into the jazz cafe. I was right. outside afterwards, like, oh, waiting outside. And so I'm just hear I'm hearing the noise and the yeah. bubbling and whatnot. But yeah, he was there coming to the show, and Chester was like, "I'm the guy." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm Chester." And it, yeah, so they've gone at it, and from as I understand it, Common just was like, I, "I'll leave it there," and he, he just left it there. But I imagine it was left there from, from the reaction of the people who were there and who had relayed the story to me. He left it there because he was getting cooked. Yeah. Like, it, and because it, it's one of those things where, all right, you can freestyle when you've got verses. But Chester's really good at being specific. Like, I battled Chester P once. Yeah. Um, and, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, we was at FKO Raw 
and we were the first two names picked out of the hat to battle each other in a boxing ring um, at FKO. And we went at each other, and they put our names back in the hat and pulled out a new oh, first round. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, we went at each other. We went in. We went in. Um, but, yeah, like, he's... he's He's incredible. His freestyle ability. Yeah. And because, like, I can freestyle, man. I've been freestyling for a long time. Yeah. Like, a long, long time. So I respect it and I appreciate what other people can do. And he can yeah. do it really well. But he had a verse on this Dark and Cold thing that just made me shit. Like, I want to rap like you. Yeah. I want to be able to do what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. He, he's word perfect. He's he, he, the alliteration, the similes, the metaphors, the, the everything that he does is constructed so fucking well. Yeah. Um, and I just learned so like just I used to watch the shit on repeat just until yeah. uh, I knew it. Do you know what I mean? Till I knew the shit. Um, and he yeah he's just so. It's I think more it's the precision, it's the absolute precision that's in what he does. That makes me put him in that area in my top most influential. Cause yeah, he's just so fucking precise. And shout out to the guy that just missed out is Maestro. Cause I know Maestro 20 years and he's never been whack. Mine's Diggy, yeah? Yeah. Dude, he just shut like no, any oh, anywhere, anytime you place it, he won't rap and you'll go like this. Okay, I don't want to rap anymore. I saw Premier in fa- in fabric, like you know when it got shut down, it was before that, so it was still going in its original guise. And uh, I said to my mate Gaz, who I do the pub with, I was like, mate, I've got tickets premiere tonight. It's like a Tuesday night. And he's like, fucking hell. I was like, come down, we'll go, right? So as soon as we get there, there's like an announcement, like, our oh, premiere's running late. I was like, fucking cl- classic hip hop. I was like, okay, fine. But, like, but we've got an amazing lineup tonight, and they're like, listing everyone off. And the only name that I recognised was Maestro, right? So I was like, mate, I was like, yeah, Maestro's fucking amazing. So we get in there, and like, holy shit, if, if I'd have just gone home after seeing Maestro, I'd have been happy. The show was fucking brilliant. I was like, this is amazing. And um, it's one of them, like you hear names, or, like mm-hmm. you see names, but you're not, you don't really listen to the music. Yeah. And then you, like, for whatever reason, you get exposed to them properly. Yeah. And it completely changes your like, aspect. And you're just like, holy shit, like, this guy's fucking Yeah, no, Maestro is amazing. Like, I'm not a guy... I don't really like beats. I, I've never yeah. be, never been a fan. I like lyrics. I can yeah. I can read your lyrics and I'd be appreciative yeah. of that. And but Mas is a guy. It doesn't matter. Who, he's a he's somebody that can appeal to you if you are eight years old or eight years old. Mm. If you come from the ghetto of the Bronx or the suburbs of fucking Munich. Yeah. He knows how to just bring you the fucking, yeah. just like he's a mate. And I, I yeah. honestly, I don't think he gets enough credit mate, totally, in the not. UK for who he is and what he does. Yeah. Like, like I said, I've known him for, I've known him since I was a teenager. Yeah, and it's been a long time since <laughs> I was a teenager. Yeah, right. Um, and he's never been whack. Yeah. Most rappers have appeared where they fall off. Yeah. I just switched my powers the other day, like, and it, it, the funny thing is, this come full circle is that we we know the same people removed from rap, yeah. so we bump into each other from time to time, um, and he's just he's absolutely incredible, yeah. man. But uh, yeah, he would have he would have made it. I just think 
Chester influenced me more in terms of rhyming. Yeah, fair. So I've got one more spot left. Who who are you giving it to? This is a tough one. Like this, this is this is the tough one, right? Cause floating around, yeah. You've got names like Big L, yeah, Pun, Ghostface. So any of them three would be um, in good company. Those are the ones floating around, like Big L again, because of the punchline thing, and just like that is so precise and so the humour that, that goes through it all, yeah. ridiculous. Uh, pun. You don't got to speak about yeah. Puns, man. Like, yeah, pun ridiculous. Yeah, his first verse on Beware is one of my favourite favorite bars ever. Bro, he's got like, you know when you talk about iconic verses in hip-hop? Yeah. He owns a lot of them. Uh, John Blaze, Band from TV. Yeah, uh, twins. Yeah, just ridiculous. So, yeah, there was Pun, Big L, and Ghostface, man, because Ghost is crazy. But, Got to give it to, and this is pre two thousand and one. Anything after two thousand and one, I didn't pay attention to. Fair, but Eminem. Boom! I wasn't expecting that, mate. If I'm being honest, it's got to be Eminem. I, he's he's another one. This was the very first. I read it in a source. Uh, ran up in Eastland, shot a policeman. Fuck a peace plan. If I sit in Boston, this shit is in my hands. That, yeah, grab a couple grand. I'm living in Iceland. I'm a nice man, but money turned me to Satan. That that was in the source. Unsigned hype. Yeah. No ideas, what? No nothing. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. I bought an Eddie Ill and DL mixtape uh, from Wolvenstone Market. And it had 365 with Scam. I just don't give a fuck. And Five Star Generals. Yeah. And of all of the songs that's on this mixtape, I bought two of these mixtapes, and there's 50 songs on there. And he's the standout fucking yeah. rapper on every single one. Uh, the Scam 365, some people sing I'm strange. I tell them ain't shit changed. I'm still the same lame asshole with a different name. <laughs> I came late to the last hole with a different name. My brains ate from the last hole that I sniffed the cane. You know you space the fuck out like George Lucas when you're on mucus turning yellow to orange pew. Like... When I grab a pencil and squeeze it between fingers, I'm not a rapper, I'm a demon who speaks English. <clears throat> See that? Yeah, you shitting on guys. I went to Bible class with a gun, blasted a nun. Fuck cow, Satan sent my ass to the sun. When I first heard that, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. The first time I heard I just don't give a fuck. Like, oh shit. This guy is crazy with it. Yeah. Um, He's absolutely fucking bonkers. So then I got this on a mixtape. Now this was round about the times he just won the Rap Olympics. Yeah. Um, so even though he'd been signed, no one had heard anything from him, uh, except for the Infinite. Yeah, uh, which is a yeah. bone of contention yes. with most people. Exactly. I all, basically, pretty much 99% of the time, I always just completely forget about yeah, it. Yeah, who, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? It was always a, forget. I'll be honest with you, it was an ode to AZ. That whole album's yeah. like an ode to AZ. Yeah. Um, but... Who again is another fucking absolute legend? He's a beast, a <laughs> proper beast. Yeah, Az's a uh, personal favorite. Um, that guy's amazing. My 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 pops. I used to go and check my pops at his workplace because they had internet. Because I'm talking '97. Yeah. Um, so what he used to do was find these obscure fucking internet websites yeah, <laughs> with Eminem lyrics on them yeah. and print them off. So 
I had the lyrics to songs I had never heard in my life. Yeah. There's a song where he's about killing squirrels. Right? <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I've got the paperwork for this shit. I just, I just sit reading it. Yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, I'd, I'd heard this, I had him on this mixtape. And then what had happened was my name is came out. And me and my missus at that time, we was like, we was in a barbershop. And it came on the telly. And we both looked at each other like, we know that voice. Because yeah. I've been rinsing this guy. Like, my missus, was, she had to know by yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, we know that. Hi, my name is, my name is Slim Shady. Like, oh, and I, the funniest fucking story, bruv, we've gone to check my older brother. And we're on a bus. And it's me, my missus, and our little man. So we're there. And there's some school kids on the bus. And they're swearing. right? And the, the, the fella behind me, he said to them, look, there's a little boy sitting there. Just calm your language down a little bit. They said, all right, mate. Then they, they got off and then this guy, he turned to me and he said, have you heard this song on the radio? My name is, my name is, my name is, my name is, my name is. My, he did this, yeah, for seven <laughs> minutes. But he just said my name is for seven minutes. He was, like, this was about... Three o'clock in the afternoon, he was the drunkest man in <laughs> South East London at that time. Yeah, like, he was mad drunk. Yeah. And he started telling me a story about he just got out of prison three days ago. Yeah. And he's, he'd gone to see his missus and his kid, and a new fella had chased him off with a baseball bat. But have you heard this song? My name is... My name is... Like, just, yeah, but just from the back of that, and watching M and his meteoric fucking yeah. rise to global superstardom. Yeah. From a, from and I, I watched it happen. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? From a time when no one knew who he was to this massive superstar, yeah. and I learned so much from him. How to not take things, certain things, so seriously. How to how to turn a phrase. How to use just again, just how to use language. I think M and J would probably be the top two that really showed me yeah. how. How I would go about feeling comfortable expressing myself on beat. Here's a question for you then. Go on, Renegade. Jay. You get Jay Beats. Jay wins. Jay Beats M. Jay wins. Because this is the big, this is the, <laughs> the other big debate, isn't it? Like Jay wins, man. I've had this debate yeah. 60 times in the last 10 years, man. Jay, Jay wins. Um, M's ridiculous. M yeah. got the, again, the wordplay. Yeah. There's not a word out of place. Yeah. It's it it's so precise and it's such a good example of rapping. But I relate more to what Jay says. Yeah. Like the M's whole thing about that is people have tried to ban me from rapping and yeah. that's never happened to you. Yeah. And you know what? You're right, it never has. But Jay's talking about single parent at times mum I was an orphan because mum wasn't home. Yeah. yeah, I get that. I feel that one hundred percent. So yeah, I felt Jay more. Yeah. Technically they were both, they, they were both incredible. What Jay did with that whole orphan, my mama, that pops left me orphan and off my mama was at home. The way he went in and out with that was crazy. Yeah. And then M, obviously, with the, the it's just the way he rides the beat. The, yeah, it's ridiculous. But I felt Jay more, man. It was Jay was far more relevant to me as not just a rapper, but just as a human, as a person listening to it, I understand what he was saying far more than a guy saying, I'm upset because they want to ban me from making records. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And also, I think, like, the thing that made M great was he had this, like, comic aspect to him. Yeah. That he could make, his punchlines, not only were they like, because, you know, punchlines that hit hard because they're like, 
they've got a content that's kind of aggressive in nature. A one thing, but his his have always been like this, like almost like slapstick. Very, you can picture this yeah, weird shit that he's talking I, about. Hi, Renee. I went to roll a live grenade in your driveway, yeah. drive away. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's always had that comedy aspect. And I think like with Renegade, it was like, at that time, you got two of the greatest at the peak of their powers. Mm. And what Jay did, I think, is he, what he didn't do with Nas, he just took it back a little bit. And he was like, I'm just going to show you some like, Yeah, I'm going nice... to appeal to the people who, who yeah. this, like, they know Jay. Yeah, I'm going to show you that I'm nice. I'm not going to try and compete with you. Yeah. I'm going to do me really well. And I think with, M, he's caught between two aspects. Like the first, like his first bit is like I'm a I'm a poet to some a, a regular modern day Shakespeare, yeah. Jesus Christ, King King's of Latin, Latin, Latin Saints. Yeah. So he starts with that, and it's like quite it's clever wordplay and like nice flow, and then it always gets into like a little bit of like comedy stuff. So it loses a little bit for me of like the seriousness of it. So that's why I always think Jay is slightly better on that as well because I think he doesn't go he doesn't go all in with yeah. one thing or another he just keeps it it's out it's the whining with M M's always got something to complain about whether yeah. it's his mum or his baby mum or yeah. how people are tr- like the whininess and I, yeah that's not even a, a, a train of thought that I have like mm. shit's tough fucking shut the fuck up mm. and get on with it do you know yeah. what I mean like it, so yeah that that yeah this happened and red, like, no shit shit happened man yeah um, so yeah the, the whole thing about M is, is probably my fifth place there's a bunch of rappers who are definitely oh extra special credit to, do you know what I mean, in terms of, of showing me the ropes and learning stuff from them. Cool G Rap would be in there. Yeah. Um, Big Daddy Kane would be in there. Um, Saigon would be in there. Beanie Siegel, uh, Jada Kiss. Uh, it was just a bunch of rappers who I've, I've looked at what they've done and, yeah. and, and worked out why I liked it and would that be relevant to me? Would that Could I implement yeah. that little thing there? Uh, yeah, there's so many, but as far as a five, I would go Raskast, J, Red, Red Man, Man Chester, and M. Mate, it's a strong list. I like that it's a lot. a good list. That's a re- hip-hop super group. Mate, right there, just a bit. Uh, and to be honest, I think that's what's beautiful about hip-hop, is like, every rapper is lying if he says he's not influenced by other rappers. Oh, yeah, yeah 100%. And I think I think what's, what's interesting about your list is like from a, a kind of, with a few exceptions, maybe, maybe Red Man, but everyone else has got this like uh, battle aspect to their career and to their style. So like particularly M, obviously yeah. Chester P, Jigger, like they've always got this. They're, they're nice as it stands, but if you come for me, I'm fucking ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it's interesting that you've picked those guys, and then your career in terms of like what, you, what yeah, you've done for and your real, approach, what right? I've ended up doing. But then even Redman, because if you look at like Headbanger, yeah, yeah, he true. stole the show on Headbanger. True. With, like if you put him on a song with other people, uh, Beast from the East. I mean, Cannabis stole the show on Beast from the East, but yeah. Redman's verse was crazy. Mm. Mm. Like, yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's just it's just interesting because I feel like um, all rappers essentially the kids of the people they're influenced by. Yeah. Like, Eminem talks about you know his influences like Which, people like, like Big Fast L, right? and Redman and yeah. Big L. Like, like you, every time I hear Eminem, I just hear Big L. I just I just feel like he's just. I'm not saying that he's ripped the style. I'm just just mean that you can hear that influence. Yeah, like, yeah, 100%. the comedy punchlines and the sharp delivery and even the pitch of his voice, like. It's very, very yeah. similar, and I feel Bitch like. Just wanted a ring. I put one around her whole eye. Like, it's, yeah. Mate, it's so good. What's if that? you heard M rap that, you would say that's an M bar, but it's not. It's a big L bar. Yeah, exactly. 
My favourite one is that um, I come hard and heavy like strong lumber. Cute chicks get the dick, ugly bitches get the wrong number. <laughs> like, if Eminem said that, you'd be like, yeah, of course. That like, makes total sense. I, but Big O had so many of them. These yeah. are another ones I'll never ever forget. Wally, guy called Wally, come to my house in 93 with a tape. Like, I had this, and he had, uh, I think it was a stretching but Beat O freestyle video. Yeah, with Jigger. But it's no. Oh, it's the other one. It's the one Just before that. When you better flee hops, okay, and some of it became part of MVP. Yeah, yeah. Right? But some of it's not like um me and my crew peel caps and carry gaps like it's luggage. I'm nowhere near trash, it's depth to the rear fast, so I have you queer ass crying like tear gas. That I heard that and was like, fuck. Yeah. That I wanna rap like him. Yeah. Like, fuck, he's like, who is this? Yeah. And yeah, L had so much uh so much of it, and like, yeah, just I was fucking chicks in the ass when I was six and a half. Like, bruv, come on, man, Brutal. come on, give me a break, that, bruv. That, um, I'm so ahead of my time. My parents, my parents haven't, haven't met, met yet. yet. Like, and I, when I first heard that, I was like, hang on, let me get this straight. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm so ahead of my time. My parents haven't met yet. I was yeah. like, that might be the best one liner I think I've ever heard. You've got to work, you've got to sit and work it out. Like, right, did he really say that? Like, and like, that is so yeah. clear. Like, I genuinely think that might be up there. Like, if we had time and we did a bit of research, there must be a good few, like, just one lines that are exceptional. That has got to be up there. Yeah, no, in terms of, yeah, like, just what you're breaking down, yeah. like, it, it was so good. Yeah. But he had, yeah, just loads of them. And like, yeah. that was like 93 I first heard that. Yeah. But yeah, him um, and Lord Fin, he was on Lord Finesse's album. Yeah. Because well, that was yeah. DITC, wasn't it? Lord yeah. Finesse. And then Lord Finesse was on his album. Um, but the verse he had on the Lord Finesse tune was crazy. Like, I'm known for snatching purses and burning churches. I get more pussy by accident than most niggas get on purpose. You're like, ah, bruh, come on. Leave me some rhymes, please. <laughs> like, shit, don't think of it all. Yeah. But yeah, like, there's so many I could sit and really make a strong case through guys. Yeah. Like, Reveal's another one. Uh, guys who I've sat and listened to and learned a lot from. Yeah, um, yeah there, there are so many I could make. But of that, that five, I think I could stick by that to the end of the time. And Mate, say, yeah. strong. Strong. All right, well, let's, let's jump back quickly into um, Reasonable Doubt. Because mm-hmm. um, we're talking about, like, flow and that sort of stuff. And um, when I was, like, doing a bit of research for this, I was thinking to myself, like, before Reasonable Doubt, Jigger was kind of like uh, Jazzo's man. Yeah. And he was, like, wearing the Probably, colourful yeah. shirts. Uh-huh. And it was all the, Jigger the G, Z, coming from B, B. Yeah. And it was all, like, this weird, like, like super fast, syncopated, stuttery, stuttery style, flow. Yeah. And then he's, like what I would call his, like, centre point, which is, like, his natural flow. Yeah. Then he's, like, gone into another, like, quick flow, like on um, Jigawatt and, yeah, and um, Who's Pink That Pink Bitch? And yeah, the, the. When it's, like, rapid delivery, like, unbelievable. And he's, like, you know, and it's more modern stuff. He's got more into this, like, this trap flow that people use and stuff. Yeah. Like, so... I've mentioned before, like, every time we do a pod, we're always like, right, when Tone comes on, we're going to ask him about yeah. flow and all this shit, right? So, I'd just like to kind of get your view on, on like, Jigger's kind of flow and his patterns and and kind of technically, from a technical point of view, what what you think about that. And, and maybe just, we start with, what do people mean when they mean flow? Well, flow would be, uh, flow to me is how you sound and how you arrange the words on a beat. Mm. So if you listen to an artist like Giggs, Giggs can say four words in a bar. Yeah. Yeah? 
And then the next two beats of the next bar also empty. Yeah. Or just jeans. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like there's an ad lib in there. So there's a lot of space around uh, gigs. So his flow is very unique in in terms of it's very punctuated. He he says things at specific points on the song and he leaves massive amount of gaps, massive space of air. Um, Whereas I grew up on hip hop where you had to feel every space. For instance, if you take M, the difference between M on Slim Shady and Marshall Mathers and then on subsequent albums is if you even hear him talk about it, he'll say he used to just fit in the pocket on, on, on his first album. He, he used to rhyme. It was word perfect. Yeah. Yeah? But it was very wordy. There was a lot of words. Whereas on the second album, he cut back a little bit and yeah. he went for more of... Where would the words sound good on the beat? Yeah. And then by the time he's gone on to his third and fourth, he's really just... He's only rapping to the beat. Yeah. Like, so you can kind of tell... I used to write a lot of stuff a cappella. Yeah. And then be able to fit it onto any beat. Yeah. Uh, and I sound a lot different. If you give me a beat to write to and I write to it, or as opposed to I go to the studio, that beat's playing and I just rap a verse that I have on it, you'll be able to tell the difference yeah, because you rap to different points of the music. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the music yeah. tells you a certain story and you go with it. Um, so Jay's flow used to be very rapid fire. Yeah. Very, uh, almost like... Uh, how Twister used to be when he came out with the colourful jeans on the back, when he was yeah, Tongue yeah, Twister, yeah. and he was in the Guinness Book of Records. That the fastest rap. Yeah, that funny guy there, before he went gangster. Yeah. Like, he, he was a bit slower than that, but that's... That it's like syncopated, like yeah, choppy. Yeah, kind of like a... Not sort of Daz effects, but the iggity-biggity bit would have yeah. worked in there. Um, but yeah, it was just very choppy flow. And then by the time he'd come to make reasonable doubt, he'd just gone to normal rapping kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Because the, the thing about Jigger and Nas too is technically they're not that proficient. Yeah. Like, if you want to talk technical rappers, you're talking people like Graf, Ransom, Jadakiss. Yeah. These are people who, like, fabulous. The words go in very precise places. They don't deviate. One, the syllables online too generally will match the syllables online. One, it's yeah. that precise. It's like that uh, Rakim does this method where he like, he basically, because he like, mm. was training classical jazz. Okay. So he learned to play the trumpet. So when he started rhyming, he was like, okay, well, I'll just see this as like writing music. So he puts, he gets a lined paper and he puts dots and he's like, I have to have a rhyme in every single dot on this wow. bit of paper. And then if he was doing internal rhyming, yeah. he then writes like separate like colour codes the lines that have to be the internal rhyme on each line. Yeah. And when you listen to him, it makes fucking perfect sense. Oh, yeah, sense. I, can, I can hear it now. I can, like, yeah. Just thinking about Rakim, yeah. he's absolutely... Yeah. Because then the, on the flip side, you've got Cool G Rap, who did the same era at the same time. Yeah. Cool G Rap is far more technical in a different type of yeah. way. Whereas Rakim is that bounce, bounce. It, it's very... Cool G was far more intricate. Yeah. He, would, he, would, he would rhyme twice on that word exactly. and then, you know that um, so yeah Jay's flow one thing that he's very very good at being able to do is, is reading a trend and adapting his flow to keep current yeah. to, to, to stay absolutely current whilst never quite losing that quintessential Jay yeah. like, cause like I said when I say he's, he's not that technical 
there are sometimes like the breath would be better off in the space where you've put a word. Yeah. Um, or in order to make something rhyme, he would drag out a syllable. He would stretch a syllable. Technically, you'd wait for the breath, punch the syllable and go like yeah. and, and go in rather than stretch it out. But he doesn't do that. That's how I rhyme. That's how yeah. like that's that's how the, my favourites. That's what they do. Yeah. But Jay is technical in a different way, so he'll stretch that out. But he does have internal rhyme schemes. He does yeah. have alliteration. He does do some well, wordplay where he'll use the same word a couple of times and just and then word association where the words relevant to it are just stuck in the verse around it, stuck in a sentence around it, just to bring that little like I said, the disconnect and call. Cool. Yeah. Um yeah, so technically he he is technical, but he's he's not the most precise rapper in the yeah. world. Yeah. Uh, no, mate, I'd agree with that. I think it's um it's interesting to get your insight in terms of like understanding because I, I think when people think of technical, they sometimes even think of like it's quick, so therefore it's yeah. technically good. Yeah, yeah. Um and also you like like Eminem's latest stuff where he's getting in a lot of getting a lot of internal rhymes and a lot of he's getting a lot of words in. Yeah. Like on Kamikaze some of the, the rhymes there are just like it's that machine gun flow. It's just fucking rapid, and it's like a lot of words. And for me, it's like there is an element of that which is like is technical skill set to be able yeah, to do yeah. it. But at the same time, there's also a, enough in a skill set to have a, a fairly simplistic flow. I would like to get your take on MF Doom. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm not a fan because I think there's two camps. <laughs> you absolutely idolise the guy or you're just not yeah. a fan do you know he's one he's just another one of those rappers I don't get yeah. I, I, I just don't get it. and I think for me I'm not really a beats man like I said I mm. like to I could sit and read the bars um, but the music that he the, the beats he tries to put on like for the much the same reason I've never really been a fan of Trab yeah uh, I don't like the music they make I, I, I don't like that style yeah um, and yeah Doom and it's funny because I did like a couple KMD songs. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, so there's it, yeah. But when I did just that kind of, it might even be to do with the fans that he has, that backpack yeah. era of hip hop. Like, I like lyricists, but I also like, there's more facets to my personality than just writing rap. So, like, I like to go to the club. I like to link girls I like to yeah. do certain things so there's a different aspect um, and yeah Doom I've never been able to get into him he's never really given me a beat that I want to nod my head to yeah. and then listening to him on it I like like yeah you don't rap how I want people to rap man. yeah because that was the thing I was interested in because uh, his yeah his flow is essentially like off time yeah and it's it's very um, yeah it's just very like unusual and like that's part of the reason why people love him because they see it as like um unconventional it's yeah. unorthodox somewhat yeah, yeah and it's different and it's like uh it's that idea that it's kind of yeah something a little bit outside of it and I, I'm kind of caught in the middle where I don't know whether it's genius or whether he's getting away with it basically um I will play this though because this came up this track came up before because this is MF Doom over a Jay Dilla beat. So it's the two okay. artists that you don't rate, right? <laughs> but you said before, like, it doesn't make me, it doesn't move me, right? Yeah. This is the one track that I heard and I was like, this changed my mind a little bit. Okay. Doom, right? So let me, let me play a little bit of this. Because um, this is... Uh, mix, mix, mix. Yeah. 
track like a terrorist attack. Prepare to get back when he's wearing just black. Get a dog, he's soft like a peach. Rhymes like sand on the beach, off the least screech. Deep well spell, saved by the bell, how well behaved, it gave him hell. Like that, it's fucking all over the place. Yeah, like, and that's the, the... Does that hurt you? Like, yeah. it's your soul? Do you know what it's like? It's like when you... Like, before the formula, like, when it's just all over... Because the funny thing is, Raskars also adheres to a very similar mm. type of style. Raskars is not technical like that at all, yeah. but he is one of my favourite rappers of all time. But I much prefer to listen to guys who sit in the pocket who... Like... Two or four bars is where your rhyme yeah. begins to end. I, I don't like rappers who change rhyme pattern on the third yeah. or the fifth. Because it, it sounds horrible to the ear. And the first time you hear it, especially, you're like, yeah, oh, oh, that It's that. Like, yeah. I, I, I just, I think it sounds nicer if the first, second, third and fourth rhyme. Or if the first, second rhymes, then the third and the fourth rhyme. If you make the transition right. Yeah. But, and it's just like, I like when I, my transition personally would be the first, the first sounds of the third bar would rhyme with the last sounds of the second bar. Yeah. And then you could change the rhyme scheme on the third. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just don't like, okay, well that, or like how Freeway used to rap, where there's your rhyme on the first bar and then nothing rhymes for another two bars mm. And then the fourth bar rounds back with the first. Yeah. I, I can't, I'm not paying that much attention to yeah. keep up with what you're Like, make it nice for me, please. Yeah, because every other time... That's what I mean about the first time you hear it, it just sounds awful. Once you get... You understand yeah, the full scheme you, in its entirety, yeah, yeah. it's easier to get to grips with. But, yeah, I agree with you. It's, um, it's unusual. Like, um, Prodigy does that occasionally for Mob Deep. Do, but but he does the, the fourth... Will change. He's another one, yeah. He'd probably he just skirts on the outside of my most influential rappers. Yeah. I probably know more Prodigy verses than any yeah. other rapper in existence. Yeah. I know more Prodigy verses than I know Tony D verses. <laughs> like without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. But he don't fucking rhyme sometimes. Yeah. He don't even care. What's that? Like, um, there's a he made a whole album with Conway, and he might have rhymed four times on the whole album. Yeah. He just says shit. <laughs> and the thing is, it sounds fucking fire. Yeah. But there's no rhyme at all. There's that, oh, what, what track is it? It's like, we used to party on the benches, drink gallons of rum and yes. Pepsi. Yeah. And it's just, it doesn't rhyme with anything. Yeah. It's just the, the last uh, sentence is that. On the, is it the, in the infamous? I think it's on the infamous, yeah. yeah um, like the last two or three songs. Yeah. Like. And it's just, it's such a random, like, I mean, it's fucking hard as fuck. But it's just, it, it sounds really weird to the ear the first time you heard it. It's like, yeah, no, it's off key. That's why, like, Prodigy's one of those ones. Mm. I think he's. But he nailed. But to me, it's it, it fits nicer. It still. Yeah, sounds... no, he's incredible, man. Like, he's got uh, so many quotables, man. That H and I see about uh, piss on your casket, kick your tombstone, and shit. Like, yeah. just the level of petty. I aspire to yeah. them levels. Like, you're already dead, bro. I'm just gonna come and kick yeah. your tombstone. Like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. I really like that um, power raps freestyle when he's like, uh, there's one lyric in there. He's like basically talking about how no one can touch him and he's like I, I got sick of cell my life's fucking hard all year what are you saying like just fucking savaging people that's like, crazy man yeah no he's great man alright cool um, so yeah let's quickly get into uh, a couple of listener questions because I think this would be quite interesting because some of these are yeah some, some good questions basically um, first one 
where does Reasonable Doubt stand versus other seminal uh, New York albums of the same period? We touched on this a little bit, but we'll go into it. Yeah. Uh, Illmatic, 36 Chambers, Infamous, Ready to Die. I think... I think Illmatic, Illmatic is the first. Yeah. Right? I, I don't think much comes close to that. Man, yeah. At all. Um, I'd, I'd yeah. say, to be honest, the rest, you can put them in any order and you wouldn't be Yeah, wrong. I think so. Between Ready to Die, Cuban Links, Reasonable Doubt, you could... M- I would probably put Reasonable Doubt slightly higher, just for the impact it had on me personally. Yeah. See, I would do 36 Chambers for the same reason. Yeah, Because I feel like 36 Chambers like had this... And Wu Tang generally had this more global appeal. Like you'll see little kids now, with yeah, like Wu Tang, yeah. like that that whole element of like the logo and the whole crew thing. I think they penetrated like yeah, more yeah. of the mass market. But I think all of those albums in that era, like we discussed right at the top in part yeah, one, yeah, yeah, they're definitely that like, was amazing. It was just such a good time, a good, and it was because everyone was trying to be better than everybody else. Yeah. Uh, Next question, and that, that question was from MF Gloom at Pontification on Twitter, so thanks for that. Shout out MF Gloom. Um, Giant Donzales. Oh, that's my man Devey, shout out to my lad Devey. He's, <laughs> he's asked, uh, who does Tony see as a future great from present day rap? Any favourite tracks? And if he was to put together a posse cut over his favourite all-time beat, who's the all-star team and what's the beat? Oh shit, the beat's got to be... Oh. Do you know what? Ah, oh, the beat might be the symphony. What, the Symphony 2000? No, the original Marley Mar. Uh, might be, just for nostalgia purposes. Other than that, Last Days by Onyx. Um, and then in terms of rappers I put on it, everyone who's just uh, put down as my top five so right there. Let's play the Marley Mar. So that, that top five. Uh, Two seconds. Yeah. yeah, like who would uh get? Yeah, but the thing is, it would be like the rapper from that particular era. I don't want, like, I don't want now cannabis. Yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, songs, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, peak, yeah, like I want that. Yeah, see this. Imagine hearing M on this. <laughs> yeah, give me this. This is a, as a beat. Um, just because it's such a classic pussy cut, anyway. Yeah. Um. And then the rappers on it, yeah, it just spats out, man. I need like that 98 cannabis. Yeah. I want, I think I want the 93, 94 Nas. Yeah. I want the 96 J. Uh, I want the Rassassination Ras cast. Yeah. I want 99, 98M. 99M. Yeah, the 99M. Raucous Records era. Exactly there. I want the 92 red man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then this, like, last days, man. Yeah. This is a... Oh, do you know what the other one is? This is Keep It Real, Milk Boy, and this is my favourite hip-hop instrument. This is ridiculous. Um, music makes these thugs calm down. Uh, Tragedy Gaddafi Nas and CNN. Thugs calm down instrumental. That. Like, that's just... These are the things that make me think of, like, hip-hop. Yeah. Hip hop that era, man. So we've got this. This. Jeez. So we talk about this all the time, like piano loops, hip hop. Yeah, yeah. It's the perfect, like. This is special, man. Like, it just makes you want to rap. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. like, shit crazy. 
Well, that's good. Yeah, so that was our listener question. So thanks for submitting those, boys. Um, that's it, mate. We've, we've kind of got to the got to the end. Jeez, well, I'm sure I've talked your hair off. No, mate, it's good. This is the thing I always worry about, like, how long they are. We, like, we've, we've put this in two parts because I didn't want to cut anything off because... Yeah, um, I talk mad shit. <laughs> like, they put a microphone in front of me and it's... Yeah, it's all over. It's but all the, over. The thing is, though, and this is why I started this pod, is because one of my favourite things is just to chat shit about hip-hop. Yeah, who don't? Who don't love to chat shit about hip hop? Like, I've been a fan of this genre since like '85. Yeah, I bought a. uh, My mum bought me the seven-inch single of Whistle, Only Bugging. Boy, 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 boy. That that then that threw me, and then my uncle gave me tougher than leather. I might have been raising hell and license to ill. That's still probably one of the best hip hop albums yeah. ever in life. Like, I can still rap girls now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm Paul Revere, like, this shit's yeah. stuck in my memory. Like, I've been a fan of this for 35 years. I was gonna say, 85 was the year I was born time. Damn. Does that make yeah, you feel old, man? Yeah, it makes me feel super old. The thing man. is, if someone wants to walk in here and they said, who's the oldest? <laughs> I'd be fucked. <laughs> so you're fine on that score, don't worry about uh, it. It's all yeah, good. It's, it's only, but it, I know. When I reach for stuff and I make involuntary noises, I know how old I am, man. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all good. But yeah, like, I've been a fan of this. Like I've st- And the thing is, like, I've fallen out of love with, with, with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm no longer, there's other things to take up my time. Sure. Man, but, I've I studied this for a long time. There, there are like I mean, decades of time where all I've heard was hip hop. Yeah. Like from time I woke up in the morning to the time I went to bed at night, was just rap music. Yeah. And sometimes I used to go to bed with headphones. You know the big yeah, clumpy yeah, yeah. headphones, just plugged into into my stereo, kind of sleep listening to the new album yeah. or whatever it was. They were the days when those headphones, those big headphones, had yeah. a big curly. Yeah, the cord, big curly cord, man. That was this, <laughs> Like, because it would reach from one yeah. side of the room to the other. And you let that shit go, mate. You were taking someone's eye yeah, out with yeah, you. That, that thing was a lethal weapon, mate. But that, just going off sleep, like, with your headphones yeah, on yeah. and listening to some... And because it was so... Because it was so niche and so limited at that time, like, there's a saturation right now. Like, I'm pretty sure if I wanted to, I could find uh, French flute hip-hop. Of course. Do you know what I mean? Or oh, fucking Senegalese banjo-led rap music yeah. you could find anything whereas at that time you had to go and search yeah. it out it was you had to go and find it and I've, I've loved it I've loved the, the the craft of lyricism the the things that people have done and like it probably saved me man it, rap 100% gave me something to do outside of like robbing people yeah do you know what I mean like outside of Making really stupid decisions yeah. that would have led to ridiculous consequences. Yeah. It gave me something to do, something to focus on. Yeah. So it like it saved. Uh, uh, yeah, it just changed my direction slightly. Do man. you know what? That's I think that's kind of a, a good point to kind of wrap up what we're doing because we spoke about reasonable doubt in terms of like Jay Z's aspirations mm. and the aspirational aspect of this album. And I think what what hip hop's done. And what it will continue to do is inspire people to dream, inspire yeah. people to to do more, and it and it does give 
all people an outlet and an opportunity to, to think in a different way and to Definitely. open them, broaden their horizons on different ways to look at life. Whether or not it's like taking literally you know, the things that are going on in the songs or it's just to give yourself a different concept. Yeah, there's no 100%. way that you know, a person like myself and hundreds of thousands of other people who grow up outside of the exact locations these stories are coming oh, from. Oh yeah, right? of course. There's no way that they would have experienced so closely these stories. if. It and that's the wonderful thing about hip-hop, I think, is that it just kind of crosses so many cultural boundaries, gives so many people different backgrounds and all sorts of different things, and it's an amazing, Definitely. amazing culture that we're a part of. So. Incredible culture, man. I'm happy to be a part of it. Mate, for sure. And, and that's one of the most exciting things about having you on is that, for me, I'm always like an outsider looking in, and it's like the thing that I love, and I love talking about it, but like being someone that's lived through that experience and having you on, mate, it's been a pleasure, so thank oh, you bro, so much. Pleasure has been all mine, fella. Mate, <laughs> like, honestly, great stuff. You. Well, yeah, we, we were saying before, like, you've got to come back and do some other albums. Yes, so indeed. So what are you going to bring to the table next time? Uh, so nice next time, man. Yeah, so for sure. So nice, like an absolute gem in the archives of hip-hop. That's beautiful. really underrated, underappreciated, but one of my favourite albums ever. Mate, perfect. Um, and also, because now I know that you're like a massive Mob Deep fan. Oh, yes. So we've done the infamous, <laughs> yeah, but we got, we got... Oh, we could do H&IC. Mate. Like uh I got a decade of albums. Some yeah. brothers they came and went, but we still pop. Right. Shit, yeah, we can yeah, we can get it here, man. I'm like this is get me talk about myself or rap music <laughs> and, and I don't shut up, you know what I mean? Yeah, well this is the first ever uh, episode we've had to do over two parts. Yeah, I'm a big <laughs> mouth, man. I'm sorry, I apologize to the listeners for keeping your Mate, they're gonna be happy. So, uh, they're getting two episodes of Tony D for one. Shit, yeah. Mate, I, they're I, hope so. I hope I hope they like it. Well, uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Really appreciate it as always. And um, thanks for supporting. Uh, Go and play Reasonable Doubt. Really yeah. Like, real, like, like, turn the shit up and just appreciate G. Yeah, you got to buy that shit as well because you can't stream it anywhere. Unless oh, you're you entitled. You can't, you can really? only, yeah, you can't, because I even. Ooh, I got mine. Exactly. Because <laughs> I, I said to you, I got it in the loft, right? So I have to dig it out because I got a physical copy. Yeah. But you can't get it on Spotify. You can't get it on Apple Music. You can't get it on iTunes. Damn. You can only get it on Tidal. I got Weird. my CD. Exactly, it's all good. So yeah, if you want to follow us, uh, it's at Notorious P underscore O underscore D. You can follow me uh, on Instagram and Twitter at the real John Bass J O N B A S. Um, yeah, Notorious PODs everywhere: Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google, everywhere, iTunes, everywhere you get your podcasts, basically. So um, if you want to rate and review, that'd be really nice if you are very kind. Um, Tony, mate, thanks so much. Like, I really, really appreciate it. It's um, really kind of you to come on. Um, if people aren't following you already, mate, where can they? Uh, you can get me on Twitter at Tony D Poison. It's all one word, and the same on Instagram, Tony D Poison. You heard that here. So right, thank you very much. Um, I'm going to now edit this podcast down to a, two reasonable lengths. <laughs> reasonable doubt to reasonable lengths. Reasonable. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and get ready for the next episode. Peace. This is Notorious P.O.D. The name's John Bass on this M.I.C. I brought a couple man alongside of me. I got Gary Roy Smith in the place to boot. We got murder stats and guests galore You know we're talking real hip-hop folklore And we're gonna cover all the goddamn classics Notorious P.O.D. We're gonna smash it Peace!